Hey everyone, welcome to episode 100 of the Twim Show. This is your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates from the week of March 14, 2022 and I am so excited that you know this is episode number 100, right? I When I first started this show I did not realize that I would be able to come this far but you know one step at a time, one week at a time. I'm here. Thank you for listening and let's dive into the digital marketing updates. So first off, we have updates from Pinterest. Pinterest is now allowing you to download your idea pins and share it to other platforms, notably or most uh, likely to IG stories and FB stories. Now, this is something, you know, Pinterest uh, announced uh, idea pins last year. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, you were doing it. It's a multi-canvas post, which is basically you can embed up to 20 seconds of video. You can have multiple pages, things like that. It's like similar to uh, Instagram's carousel post. Now, what's interesting is like, obviously, you know, you know, back in the day when TikTok first started, you know, it allowed the way TikTok got viral is the TikTok would allow you to download your TikToks and share it with other platforms. So now I think uh, Pinterest realized, you know, hey, we should allow other people to do that. Maybe uh, that way, you know, we will get some, uh, you know, tr- more traction because people will hear about, oh, shit, there is this other platform called Pinterest and all these nice things are happening in on Pinterest. And actually, that's what happened with TikTok. That's how I found out about TikTok. So, talking about it, so when you download your idea pins from Pinterest, obviously it's going to have the Pinterest logo and then you can upload it to uh, Instagram or FB stories. Now, the the thing is, obviously it's going to have the Pinterest watermark and I'm pretty sure Instagram at some point is going to come out and say, hey, if there is a Pinterest uh, watermark, we are not going to you know, we are not going to give you the, we're going to cap your reach. Just similar to what Instagram did with uh, TikTok videos. Now, there are two things. Number one is there are platforms that exists that will remove the watermark from your video, from your uh, text and things like that. You could either use that or number two is you could still do Pinterest and then what you can do is you can, um, you know, just deal with it. At a minimum, you know, if you, so look at it right now, say you're posting on Pinterest and you don't post on Instagram or you post on Pinterest and now you have to download it, upload it, recreate all these things. You know what? Might as well just post it on Instagram with let Instagram reach, like cap your reach. But at a minimum, something is better than nothing, right? I'm not suggesting that you do a sloppy job, but I'm just saying, you know, if you have to choose between nothing and something, I would rather go with something, right? Uh, and, you know, the... The other thing I want to tell you is that the uh, Pinterest will, when you download it, it's going to resize it according to whichever platform you choose you're going to publish it to. So that's great. With that, let's move on to the next update. Uh, The next update is on Instagram uh, with Instagram is that Instagram is now allowing you to assigning assign a moderator during IG live stream. Uh, This is something, you know, people have been complaining about because say you go to a a live and there are people who come in, they heckle you, they harass you, things like that. If you have a moderator, they can kick them out, manage questions and things like that. This is actually much needed feature. So I'm glad that Instagram has decided to bring it on. And who knows, maybe Instagram is going to follow Pinterest and allow you to download your IG multi-carousel post and allow them, allow you to publish it to other platforms. But we'll see. I won't hold my breath. But the way Instagram has been copying features uh, that work on other platforms, maybe they will copy this one. Okay, 
Let's move on to the next update. The next update is on WordPress. Usually we do not cover in depth on WordPress. However, because a lot of businesses out there have, um, you know, websites on WordPress, I thought this is a prudent thing to cover. WordPress core team, which is basically the company or the team that makes WordPress. WordPress is open source, so basically, you know, they don't we don't get charged for it. But there is a t company behind it that kind of and it's called Automatic, and they actually put together programmers. They contribute the resources and you know they maintain the WordPress repository things like that. So they have this plugin called they have released this plugin called a Performance Lab plugin, and what this is going to do is it's going to give you the I wouldn't call it a better feature, but it's going to give you the cutting edge, leading edge features that will help you uh, speed up your website, identify things that could be slowing down your website and things like that. And then, you know, when you through this plugin, you would be able to like, you know, tweak your website, make it much more faster. And then eventually WordPress core team is going to take these features within the plugin and implement it into the core product. So it's somewhat of those bleeding edge features that you're gonna get through this Performance Lab plugin. Uh, would you use it? I would say yes. However, start using it with your staging site first. And if you are going to use it on your production site, then definitely make sure that um, you take a backup just in case if you have to roll back. Uh, again, this is something not, uh, you know, I would say non-technical business owner should do it. I mean, if you're a small business owner you sh and if your website is on WordPress, you should have someone who knows a little bit of WordPress and talk to them about it. But definitely this is a, you know, step in the right directions. It gives you, uh, you know, functionality that will, especially the one thing that does is like, you know, it provides an audit of your uh, CSS um, and JavaScript files to say, you know, what are, what scripts are cascading style shit, which is what CSS stands for, and what JavaScript files are actually slowing down your website and what can you do to remove them or, you know, speed up your website. So this is great, especially this day and age when Google is focused on page experience and page speed. And, you know, if your page loads more than, it takes more than uh, three seconds, it kind of, you lose visitors, things like that. Okay, enough on this WordPress thing. I think it's time for us to move on to the next topic, which is again similar to websites uh, along the lines, which is uh, Cloudflare. Uh, Cloudflare is a company. They're not in marketing. They're a technology company and they have announced a free web application firewall for websites, especially for people who are on WordPress. But if you're on Drupal, if you're on Zoomla, you could still use them. But I think they're free offering is geared towards WordPress users because that's how it is. So now how does web application firewall works is that they intercept all the requests before it hits your server that will serve the request. So firewalls are basically, uh, you know, this buffer zone. They see the request and obviously, you know, there are known exploits out there on WordPress websites, whether it's a scanning your site, things like that. And Cloudflare will kind of know that signature pattern, the attack pattern, and they will kind of filter it out. So if some, if someone is sending, uh, if a bad actor is sending, you know, uh, bad requests to your website or malicious requests to your website, Cloudflare is going to intercept and it's going to kind of, you know, not allow that thing uh, go through. It's like having a security guard in 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 your in front of your building, where the security guard scans and says, "Oh, are you an authorized user? Are you a bad user? Are you coming in with like you know all these things, things like that." Uh, 
That's what a web application firewall is at a core level and it's free. Obviously, I'm sure there is a paid version as well. So why am I covering it? Again, our listeners are small business owners who are who have websites and now there are paid options as well. You don't have to go from Cloudflare. You can go to Securi. They have and the three or four different uh, vendors. They have it, but folks, if you don't want to pay for it, this is a good option, right? Uh, absolutely use it. Uh, again, you will be glad you did. Uh, if there are like, you know, people who are trying to inject virus into your websites and inject things like that, you'll be somewhat protected. You know, some protection is better than zero protection. So with that, let's move on to the next update. The next update is Google has this product called Google's free host, uh, hotel listing. This was covered last year uh, in our show. So now Google is coming out and they says, you know what? Hey, uh, Google free hotel listing now shows results on Google map. So if you look for hotels, uh, you're going to get hotel listings uh, on your Google maps as well. And of course, you know, you could pay for Google Ads so that your hotel listings show up. Plus, you, if you have a free hotel listing, that will also show up. Similar to what Google Merchant Center does, right? You can have a Google Merch free Google Merchant Center account. Your products are going to show up where, you know, someone searches for the product that you sell, as well as paid ads. So that's what Google is going. Google is creating inventory. Google is kind of compartmentalizing it, things like that. Uh, I would say definitely if you are a hotel, a small hotel or a large chain, doesn't matter. Or if you are serving a customer who is on, who has a hotel, who has a hotel, absolutely get them on this thing. This is definitely helpful. Hey, you want to get as many traffic as you can. And the other thing is like right now they are, they have, um, I'm looking at my notes. It's like, you know, there is a way for you to see how many people clicked on your uh, link. Uh, and also they're expanding the report to say other in insights such as people who clicked on the free booking link, impressions, booking value, things like that. So absolutely. If you're a hotel or you know someone who has a hotel or if you're working with a hotel owner, this is something for you. Okay. With that, let's go to the next update, which is from Snap. Snap has basically launched their first augmented reality certification uh, program, uh, which is Strategies for Advertisers. Uh, it's a five-part learning route that provides hands-on training, real-world examples to help you get better grasp how augmented reality may help you achieve your business and marketing goals. Should you do it? I think you should. Here's why. Uh, this week, uh, Adobe Summit was there and Adobe Summit also touted this product called uh, augmented reality product that allows you to see objects, uh, objects as in pieces of furniture or pieces, pieces of equipment. How will they look and feel in your house, in your environment? So one great example, say you were looking at a toaster and the toaster, if you're on a two-dimensional website, you're, you know, you look at a toaster, the toaster looks great, but you want to know how will this toaster look in my home, in my kitchen? Up until now, you had to close your eyes and kind of think about it. And now Pinterest had this, has this feature where, you know, they can, you can place objects in your room and see how it is. Adobe took a leaf out of that and, you know, of, out of that success story and they're creating this uh, augmented reality solution where you can take the toaster and put it in your kitchen and see how that toaster will look in relation to your own you know space size wise things like that 
Now, so that's why I say augmented reality is something for here to stay. Augmented reality will grow big uh, over time. Uh, it's still in its early days. But so where I'm going with this is that so if you are looking to get a next certification done, maybe this is an area where you can look and see, you know, uh, what can we do now or what can you learn? Again, if you are not into Snapchat, this is not for you. Okay, with that, let's go to the last update of this week. This was a short week, but this this is this is definitely the largest, the biggest update uh, uh, for this week as well as maybe for this year. Uh, who knows? But I, I I'm thinking this is the largest update, which is like Google announced the end date for uni uh, Universal Analytics, which is Google Analytics version three, also often known as GA three. Now. Google is saying the last date for support for GEA3 is July 1st, 2023. Uh, after that, it's not going to you know, report any more accounts in GA accounts, GA3 accounts. So it's time for you to move to GA4. So you have roughly about 15 months to move to GA4 and you should move to GA4 right away. Why is that? Well, because number one is, you know, GA4 is quite different from GA3. Uh, you know, GA3 was based on IP address, based on tracking you, cookies and things like that. GA4 is cookie-less, right? It goes, it works in a very different way. And obviously the other thing is after what Google says that, you know, you will have access to GA3 data for six months. After that, you will lose it. So you want to create historical data starting now so that you can compare and say, you know, your GA3 and GA4 are performing or GA4 is performing the way GA3 is performing. You haven't like missed anything and you want to have that historical data, right? Historical data so that you can compare, do a lot of different things. So with that, folks, uh, I definitely ask you, that please start using GA4. For us, our own business, we have a GA3 property as well as a GA4 property. Uh, since we set up, I set up marketandgrow.com and I've been tracking it. And so it's been what, at least a year that we have GA4 on, on our website. Obviously it's through tag manager. You don't see it. It's behind the scenes, but I've been collecting data. We've been, you know, filtering it, things like that. But in about, I would say middle of summer, we are going to start using GA4 for reporting purpose and move away from GA3. With that folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Uh, now you know everything you need to know. The, by the way, check out the show notes page if you want to get the link to the certification course from Snapchat or you want to see the announcements from Google on GA3 going end of life and GA4 coming into the picture. With that, take care. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.